0: Brad and Court Talk: Sci-Fi to Real Estate, presented by PureFandom.com.
1: Hey there, everybody! Welcome back to another Pure Fandom podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad,
0: and I'm Court. When things go bump in the night, who are you going to call?
1: Roman
0: Agency. That's who, right?
1: Not Ghostbusters, no
0: now well, no that was the like 80 no 80. unless when the new movie comes out then that's who we're gonna call we're gonna call Kit kid
1: if it ever comes out everything's it, delayed jeez I'm just,
0: <laughs> it got delayed again I don't no. know did it
1: I thought it was supposed to be out last year I don't know I know so, yeah it was um, it was supposed
0: to come out last year now it's set for November I have it on my calendar I,
1: I know like top, physically. top Gun got delayed again yeah
0: Tom Cruise both both of his Top Gun and Mission
1: Impossible so next year 2022 he's like I need to stop doing this because I need to do Preston dude release the movie we wanted to like I cracked up about Top Gun because there was like all the merch was in the store like earlier this year yeah Uh, yeah Walmart had like all this Top Gun merch that they were selling and now let's just go on for the movie that didn't get released I'm I'm excited I want to see it I'm just like I'm tired of delays me too,
0: and like they somebody they just had the CinemaCon thing, I guess, in Vegas. Uh, that was, I think, last week or the week before, and apparently the press and whoever was there. It's for like the theater, um, the theater owners, and I guess they shop around to see what they want to have in the theater. They played thirteen minutes of it for them, and I'm like, okay, it's in the world now. Now right. it has to be out to us. Somehow, some way, I know eventually Paramount Plus is going to get it. I know they had that forty-five day window thing, mm-hmm. um, but I'll, I'll go. Like I've I've stepped out into the movie theaters f- for a couple of films. I've seen Free Guy, Candyman, and this week in Shang Chi. And I, what I do is I, I make sure I go early in the day I make sure that my seat is not close to anyone else's And the theater is basically empty when I go Like Shang-Chi this weekend Was the fullest it's been And it wasn't full It was maybe 20 people And we were all super spaced out
1: I somehow miss it Candyman came out
0: It came out last weekend And I loved it
1: I don't like, even know how you missed had it
0: had issues with it I don't know how you missed it either
1: I don't I know it. I have zero issues with anything I'm good <laughs> I accept it all. Okay, enough about that. Let's jump back into surreal estate here. But before we break down this episode, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or a movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it in court. How can the good people to reach us?
0: You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jindev. He's Brad TV, but you won't really find him there. You will find him on IG. He is rambling, Brad, and he is doing these awesome pumpkins again this year. I have three of them, and oh, my God, they look so beautiful. Uh, If you're not close to him, you really can't order it. I'm just special. I got one, so yay. Mm -hmm. Um, But go look and see all the cool work he's been doing. He also uh, sent me, like, this cool phantasm ball, Um, so I'm hyped. So Brad is always busy. Like, you're always doing something, you're doing this. With me, you're doing all your woodworking and 3D printing and lifting. Like, when do you chill?
1: Uh, never. Yeah, as, as soon as we get <laughs> done with this, I got to go out in the garage and go to work. So, there you go.
0: Oh, my God. But it's for a good cause. It's cool. Yep. Um, man. So, but yeah, if you want to talk about surreal estate, you, like I said, you can find me on Twitter. You can find Brad on IG. Like, if you just want to chat and about any TV show that you have to be watching, you know, check out Pure Fandom. We're also on Facebook. Uh, you can check out the regular pure fandom page uh, there's also this awesome Van Helsing page that even though the show is gone I know like a lot of those folks were really active over there so go check that out
1: mm-hmm definitely all right what's this show about
0: oh my god this show is about things that go bump in the night and so many callbacks all the pop t- culture like ghosty thingies. I love it I love it I love this show Brad it's just the most fun mm-hmm. um, so this episode though because you said this The show, and you really meant this episode. Yeah, I meant Uh, (laughs) This episode uh, was 108. Can't believe we're almost done with this season. This episode was 108 Baba O'Reilly. It was directed by Danishka Esterhazy, written by Ramona Baccarat. As Luke considers quitting paranormal clients, he encounters a house that changed his entire perspective. And you know, it's kind of a blast from the past or back to the past Mm -hmm. for all. Of his team, and I I enjoyed it very much. I almost wish Susan had been in there because I really wanted to see what Susan was like as a sixteen-year-old.
1: Right, that would have been fun. Yeah, she was hot. Oh, Uh, she was the fire, (laughs) fire and get it. Never mind.
0: Firestarter. No, I got it. She was (laughs) blazing hot. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I I love to start off on this one. I'm like, okay, we 1950s music. Where are we at? What's going on here? What could go possibly wrong with all this?
0: I don't know. It felt very Hello, Mary Lou. And right. I was like, okay, prom night two, let's go.
1: Yeah, and you get the idea that someone's clearly trapped somewhere. Um, there's a mm-hmm. door that it leads to weirdness. And the next thing we know, we see a dead old lady out in front of the house.
0: Yeah, and I feel like there was no door initially. And like she's, she was like, "Why are like, why are you keeping me here? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the door was there out of nowhere, it felt like. So she was no longer that young. I guess maybe she was 16 there. Right. Because everybody's 16.
1: Yeah. Everybody and then like was, you said, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then like you said, on the porch, she's an old lady and she's, she's just gone.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we do find out that the incident that happened in the last episode is causing some issues at the agency with, uh, people pulling the listings and the vultures are circling the agency because, you know, uh, bad press. Yes.
0: Yeah, so the death, that were connected to the Roman agency with the Jacksons and the Travis family um, so yeah and of course they're pulling their listings and Luke's a little stressed Luke's got that going on and Megan's not really talking to him he doesn't really make that connection that we made because we saw her in the car with mm-hmm. the royal wheat right. and the eyes her black eyes shark's eyes
1: shark eyes you ever seen that <laughs> shark's eyes black eyes dull eyes 1500 men on that boat <laughs>
0: <laughs> epic uh,
1: so Luke goes to talk to his dad at the bowling alley and asked him why he couldn't have been a normal kid and you know dad says well he was born a normal kid so I, yeah, what happened to him in his life I mean why was his he also said that his mother was never a cruel woman but was yes. in pain so what's that about
0: yes I have so many questions about that so what's up with the Donovan house was that even his mom like, wh- like, if if that because that that woman she was super mean to Luke, uh, to the point of cruelty. So, mm-hmm. like, what the hell was that? Like, was that just something like digging at his pain and using his mother's face?
1: Yeah, but it's but more or less, what is up with the Donovan house? Because we know we got all these ghosties hanging around there. So, what's up with that?
0: Brad, I was watching this late at night, and I want to skip to the end real quick.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Just, just for this one instance. All right, so um, all's well and Roman agency is empty but like that baby, the, the nanny cam, because apparently nanny cams 100% work in ghost situations and we see that that face pop up on the screen all the uh-huh. time i jumped i really jumped and i couldn't watch the next episode because <laughs> i was like I, I need to be daylight outside no i'm not going to sleep like this sorry
1: yeah the nanny can with the creepy old man that just comes up and smiles like really quickly it was like it was a good scare yeah. jump it was good i liked it it was nice. yeah
0: they got me boo <laughs>
1: Yeah, he said, Haha, how you doing see ya
0: yeah nah all right we can rewind now okay right, let's go back
1: uh Susan shows up to talk with Luke, and uh, Luke kind of talks about wanting to shut down the haunted house listings and just do normal things.
0: Yeah, big yeah, change. He's, in he's the, a little over it.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, kind of a big change in there. Mhm. So, okay, okay, I have a question here. So we know that Megan it was kind of possessed a little bit, but did you check her out when she went like full on zool while listening to Luke's message? <laughs> no. No. You missed it? I missed it. Yeah, she was sitting there listening to here's her message and she was just like, mm, yeah. It was like it made me uh it was very obvious that she was possessed at that point in time.
0: Yeah, that threw me off a lot in the episode because I couldn't tell when she was being honest with like with Susan. Uh-huh. Like when she was back or like was she tricking Susan the whole time?
1: Yeah, it was a back and forth thing. I was really, I was kind of confused on that one as well.
0: Okay. And then the other part of it was I thought that they said that it could only possess you once, like from what we talked about last week.
1: Mm-hmm. Once it
0: once it possessed you and jumped out of you and jumped into someone else, like then it couldn't come back in. Was it because it never jumped out of her?
1: Well, they kind of it did. It, well, it kind of came up with the next one because August was talking about wanting to check his uh, screening algorithm since he said he never should have missed a second roadie. And that's mm-hmm. when Phil responded with, "How could he have not? Uh, how could he have known? Because roadies never travel in even numbers, right? So b- that leaves us with the third one that was in Megan,
0: right? Okay, and then we saw her like drawing like three the circle circle pattern, right? Like, and it was always uh, a pair of three. So there aren't any more than that. It's, it was only those three roadies, as far as we know.
1: Yeah. So they got right? two. O- yeah, they got two of them, and then the third okay. one that was in Megan. All right." doing
0: a thing right, so why did everybody think that he and Megan were fighting like they weren't really fighting she was just avoiding his calls because she was possessed
1: I think that's more or less it because she was they weren't talking okay and just avoiding the calls seems like they were fighting so hmm. uh, the agency receives a listing to liquidate a house near where Luke grew up and he's like hey it's a normal house I can go do this it's just an old lady who died of natural causes. Nothing really to be concerned about. Mm, no.
0: No, never.
1: Uh, he was talking about how he used to mow the grass for her and always get mm-hmm. like a root beer or something after she got done, mm-hmm. which actually, I remember like when I was a kid, I used to get mow the grass for this old lady and she would always leave me a Sprite oh. when I got done. She was like, here's your Sprite. And then I really didn't like sprite so it was you know one of those moments in time so it was kind of like the same thing as luke was talking about but uh he heads inside the house to take a look at it and next thing we know he opens the refrigerator and it's full of root beer and chocolate milk mhm just like when he was a kid and then you see the young luke in a mirror oh he turned a little bit younger not sure what that was about at first i was wondering are we seeing a flashback or something or what's going on right
0: right and uh but nope no flashback it really did uh make luke a little younger brought him back to his 16 Mm -hmm. 16 year old self and of course uh it it coddled him with chocolate milk root beer and video games right and we don't really see him again until the rest of the gang shows up
1: Mm mm-hmm uh yeah, we do find out the social services tried to remove the old uh, lady from the house for years, but failed. Mm-hmm. And the first time anybody saw her outside was when she was dead. So then I'm like, how do you remove her from the house? Did, uh, I guess people went into the house. I'm, I'm fuzzy on this part because we know that she was trapped inside the house. But yeah, I don't know how that. Yeah. I don't think I'm supposed yeah. to know how this works, but you know.
0: Right. And I know that also I think it was her parents or somebody's parents got thrown out of the house uh, from different parts of the house. Someone flew out of a window and someone flew out of the door. Mm-hmm. And I, I when I when I was listening to that it was kind of weird, but we saw that happen later with uh Zoe and the others.
1: Right. Yeah, they were talking about it, it- A little bit more on the house info. They found out that it was inherited after uh, Nellie's parents died in a freak accident. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. They both fell out of two different attic windows at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's a freak accident. That doesn't happen all the time.
0: No, it's cool.
1: Uh, We did have Susan go talk to Megan, and her house was a total mess. And that's when Megan noticed that she had 12 messages from Luke
0: yeah because initially she called she called looking for Luke, but Luke wasn't answering the phone because he was back in the sixteenth
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: so Megan goes to show up and Megan um not Megan Susan didn't realize that she had uh, August's go bag but it's a good thing she had August's go bag, but she because she kind of needed a couple of things that were in there
1: right it did help yes uh yeah it was like when Susan pulled out the blender thingy, and Megan got a little bit scared,
0: uh-huh, yeah yeah
1: uh <laughs> let's we'll go let's jump back here and see the uh August Phil and Zoe go into the house to looking for Luke, and they turn into kids,
0: <laughs> and what the sad girl, also boy, farm boy, and they didn't really name Luke what did they name Luke. <sighs>
1: I don't. I can't remember what that was, but yeah. Okay. I I love the fact that Zoe had a piercing gun and she was just going to town and and August was there and she's giving August piercings. That was great.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool, and August was super satisfied. He had his tools. He had some weed. And he was just he was content.
1: <laughs> he had everything that he needed to have. He was good to go. Uh huh. Zoe starts asking everybody's age and figures out that it's the house that's doing it. And there's um, you know. She figures out that the house is going to give her whatever she wants because she wanted a chocolate cake and she got the chocolate cake.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was, I, I kind of like that part because she figured it out before anybody else did, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, so she figured out the problem because when she went to go try her cake, like there was nothing really below the surface. Um, the house only had power enough, I guess, to. Support the wishes of one person, like mm-hmm. trying to support the wishes of four different people. It can only really do things on like the surface. Um, I think when when Phil was trying to read his books, it was only one page um, that actually had writing on it. The rest of the book was blank.
1: Right, and Zoe's cake only had frosting on it, and the rest of it was yeah. cardboard or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. She Zoe decided discovered that the house was faking and everything, and she tried to leave, but she got pulled through the weird window in the hallway. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because I think she was gonna go try to warn the guys. Right, and the house didn't have that.
1: Mm-mm. And Phil discovers that Zoe's room was actually not her room anymore, and mm-hmm. that's when he also figured that every page of his book has have the same page, and then he was sucked out after telling the other two. Followed by August, who was sucked out of the house, also leaving only Luke to play the video games. And that's uh, that's at the point where the house sends Luke into his room f- with himself, uh, where he meets his older self playing a little mini golf.
0: Yeah, um, somebody uh, compared older Luke, like the Luke we know, to Pennywise in the scene because uh-huh. he was super creepy. Like it, it wasn't our Luke at all. Um, it was the house, but using um, our Luke's face.
1: Yeah, exactly. You got a pretty sweet deal here. Uh, you need to tell the house everything at once, but you have to say it out loud. Uh,
0: yeah, and I also think that it it felt that power that Luke has, that that specialness that mm-hmm. Luke has, and it, that's another reason why I wanted to keep him and not the others. I,
1: I loved it when they're outside and Phil and August and. Zoe are outside, and Phil's talking about how to remove the glass window, you know, all nice so it doesn't damage it, and Zoe just picks up a rock and throws it through the window. <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: she is a woman of action.
1: Yes, and then the house healed itself, you know. hmm uh, Tries it once. Uh, Luke wants more, and the house can't convince him to stay. He simply wants more to, he simply wants just to go help people. And he gets out of the house that way by basically calling out the house. Mm-hmm. Now, we back up here a little bit with uh, Susan and Megan. Uh, this is where M- Megan went full on Linda Blair.
0: Mm -hmm. oh god
1: (laughs) it's like i'm going to turn my head around backwards so it's a good thing that she had august's bag or else things would have been really bad so at least she got the the third um roadie out of megan and she's good now (laughs) she has been released from her captivity i guess
0: yeah i thought it was really cool like how that played out like um Initially, it, the roadie tried to switch over to mm-hmm. to Susan to get control of the machine, and then it switched back. And then um Susan, of course, used her awesome power to switch the machine actually on. But again, that's where I was confused, because I thought that the roadie couldn't go back into you if you had had it before. No, it I,
1: I think it could just bounce around. I don't know. I don't know the full okay. reasoning behind the roadies, but hey, we know we know it's done now, so...
0: Yeah, I told you. I need whatever Bible they're using because I like I, the, the mythos that they're creating with these different types of ghosts. It's really cool.
1: Right. Exactly. I would be really cool to look at that writer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Luke tells everybody at the office that he wants uh He he wanted to go legit, but the little adventure they just had changed his mind because they are good at what they do.
0: They really are, and they are very much needed.
1: Yep, and they fixed it all, and then that was it. That was the end of the episode. Well, we had the jump scare with the nanny can in Megan's house, but hey, that was a good ending. I liked
0: it. Oh my god, yeah! Like that was a super good ending. That like that freaked me out. Like that moment is why I love this show.
1: All right. Well, you got anything else on this one?
0: All right. So my award for the runching run uh, award this week, of course, went to Susan. Like she kind of figured out something was wrong with Megan and like she was going to make a run for it before the whole Linda Blair moment. Uh-huh. So that was, she, she got, she won in that, that second and she understood the assignment. She was going to run, but then she didn't and she fought it and it was awesome.
1: Yeah. So, it was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. All right then. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to pure phantom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there and check out some of our older podcasts for uh, Van Helsing, Wynona Earp. You might recognize a few people. Uh, We got the magicians and a whole bunch of other stuff out there. So go check it out.
0: Yeah. And soon we're going to have Day of the Dead. That's going to be coming to Sci-Fi in October. And hopefully I will get the screeners for Chucky. But we're definitely going to be talking about that. Chucky. Oh. (laughs) if you guys have not seen the trailer for that or the five minute behind the scenes that they did for one of the comic cons or like one of the events that happened recently go to youtube and check that out it's really cool it's a lot of familiar faces from the um, original series
1: i mean that's the best part ever is going Mm -hmm. to look at it and realizing that the chucky series is a continuation of the movies it's
0: how about if you saw, I think, Cult of Chucky, how about realizing the the protagonist in that movie is the daughter of, what's his name? Charles Lee Ray. What's uh-huh. his real name?
1: Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. It's off of my mind.
0: Y'all, y'all know who I'm talking about. But like, once I realized that, I was like, oh my God, she looks like her father.
1: Right. Yeah. I need to watch Cult of Chucky again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
1: I have it in Blu-ray.
0: <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I know.
1: Of course I do. All right, then. Well, uh, until next time.
0: Um, Okay, so until next time, we're getting too young for this shit. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.